This is a podcast from Minute Media. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, duly, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Slash Radio. <clears throat> My name is Mikey Bones, and I'm joined by Catherine Warren, Rob Humphrey, as always. What's going on, guys? Hello. Why do you do that? To what? Every week you do that. You say, you guys ready, and then Cat says, ready, and then you just start. You never even wait for me to say shit. <laughs> <laughs> you, you tell me all the time, I'm born ready, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> you should be ready, then. I was born ready, but still, you could, you know. Why don't you answer me? Why do you not say anything? Are you just <laughs> looking to see if I'll wait for you at this point? Because I was born ready, motherfucker. You know I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can never, ever, ever, <laughs> ever win on this show. What's going on, everybody? We are back. Last week, we were talking at Pupil. This week, we have uh, a Pride movie, which was chosen by Miss Valor. Mm. Oh, mm. I was. I almost said horror court. That's not even the segment I need. Oh, I can't do um, that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can't, we're not doing those anymore. What if I say no? There is a there's a point of contention here though, because Rob and I were talking about this actually on the Nick Cage cast yeah. uh recording day. We don't know how we ended up with because I sent like a whole long list of suggestions. We narrowed we knocked out a couple of them because we knew that you were gonna be mean. <laughs> okay. Midnight Meat Train. My I, I want everyone to know, I want the listeners to know that my initial pride pick was Midnight Meat Train. Because that's amazing. And I um, want the listeners to know I absolutely <laughs> would have been mean to Midnight Meat Train. And my but, initial pick was the gay bed and breakfast of terror. Which, which I was also on for. But, but, okay. but, 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 so I had like a whole list of pride suggestions. We The only one I remember that we took off was uh, Midnight Meat Train. And then like just out of nowhere, you were like, so we went with hellbender right and it was like all right uh but we had been trying to choose a movie for so long that it was like i was afraid that if we asked how we settled with it we'd start the discussion up again mm -hmm. well also it should be noted that i also said bodies 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 cat and you said no i did shoot down bodies bodies body i'm not gonna be nice to bodies 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 but wait a minute now by whole list there was never an actual list made we just randomly mentioned horror movies which going through the chat was fintabulous which does not exist <laughs> yet how about hellbender high tension was was in there i i've i've ripped high tension apart before i mean it and you kind of can't blame me the plot holes in that movie are insane yeah never seen it i mean i i have to have a pass like that i'll talk about good they did sure but it was not a well put together movie uh, high tension has some issues it does and then it, they them was brought up which you said suck freddy's revenge which you said suck 
You called sissy a train wreck. What was the hellbender was the only thing talked about with any type of niceness. That's what we're doing. I know goddamn good and well the gay bed and breakfast of terror was on that list. (laughs) Gay bed and breakfast of terror is on that list, and I bet it's amazing. I'm going to watch it anyway. I will say, uh, just before we get into Hellbender, we have not talked about this movie at all. Uh, it's the only one that wasn't like ripped apart in the thread, which is true. That being said, uh, I don't have high hopes that this one isn't going to get ripped apart either. But I wanted to talk to you guys about this. This is where the like point of the the not horror court comes in because we don't do those anymore. Uh, but like a horror yeah. ruling. Yeah, the horror court will be back eventually i would like to pitch like a new uh rule for the show it it has been true unofficially but i would like to make this an official slasher radio rule when there are good gay horror movies that i find we're gonna watch them like i will i'll use them as my picks we'll get them on the show they're few and far between apparently but i you know i try because that was that was the thing is that like i think x would have been a good pick i think uh i thought of that too perfection would have been a great pick we did both of those though that's the thing is we've done both of those (laughs) like because when there's one that's good i try to get it on the show as soon as possible yeah and you know while watching this because it's it's unfortunate but when you think gay horror you Mm -hmm. think bad movies and that's not you know any connotation because of it's gay horror obviously but the movies are usually bad and I fucking hate that, but that's a reality. So when I think when we were picking it, I kind of was just like, all right, um, usually <laughs> these movies are bad. Cat would know better than me uh, on some good ones. But then while watching it, mm-hmm. uh, we'll get into it later. Thoughts on it and all that stuff and break it down. But while watching it, I thought of like three other movies we should have did. X yeah, I thought of, of a few uh, that I would have preferred. We should have did Sleepaway Camp. Um, you know the one that it kills me that I didn't think of? It's I, I think because it's less gay. Uh, but I think American Mary would have been an interesting pick. Um There's also that, that one. one that was on Shudder a while back that's like the Giallo kind of thing set in the gay porn world. You know the movie? Okay, I don't know about, about this. No. Yeah, it's called like Knife and Heart or something, I think. Adding this to my watch list now. Yeah, that, so that's the thing is, like, and Sleepaway Camp, I'm not going to be that nice, too. <laughs> I like Sleepaway Camp. I, What's wrong with Sleepaway Camp? So, Sleepaway Camp, it, it's not even that I don't like Sleepaway Camp. It's that it's always on the top of, like, it, it's it's the same issue that I have with Freddy's Revenge, where I get so tired of seeing it as gay representation, because while technically, or in this case, I guess, uh trans representation i get so tired of seeing it on these lists because the representation isn't good i think i get really frustrated with that line of like because there are some things that uh, everything before a certain time period has aged poorly in terms of queer representation that's just a fact because terms change and you know stuff evolves but i i get really frustrated with the line of like which things we embrace as this was great for the time and this was offensive, you know, because it's I I think the line is very silly. Yeah, there are a lot of people trying to pull the plug on Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, and really? I usually I know that. yeah. This is something that I get into. I get into it a little bit more with sitcoms. You know, the one that I feel like I get into a fight 
about a lot is Chandler's dad, where it's like people get really after the trans representation on Friends because Chandler's dad was played by a woman, even though he was a crossdresser. It, it was a whole thing. But it's like the fact that they were having that conversation at the time was just like, I think it's fine that it hasn't aged well because they opened up that conversation. But like, I, and the thing with the horror community is that like, we do this with stuff that's actually harmful. You know, I saw, I was reading a list the other day of like the, for this, we were trying to pick a movie and I looked up a list of like the best queer horror movies. And on the list, first of all, uh, Gremlins 2 was on there, which is very funny. What? Because uh, one of the Gremlins is trans. Oh, that's oh right. That's, we should have done the new batch. God damn it. We should have. I mean, I'll, I'll accept it. Yeah, I'll take it. So there was that. Uh, but also Sleepaway Camp was number one. Freddy's Revenge was number two. Every goddamn time. And I get so tired of it because it's like those are actively... It, you could make the case that those are actually harmful, you know? And then Psycho was on there too, where it's like, I don't... It's almost better to have like queer coded movies than it is. And which is why one of the ones I had pitched was Raw, because it's not actively an LGBTQ plus movie, but it's been embraced by the community uh, for its themes, which are, I, I think, less problematic than something like Sleepaway Camp, <laughs> where it, you know? Yeah. And or that, that's Psycho. The, <laughs> that's the trouble too, because, you know, you try and find a good movie yeah it's hard it's hard like it, yeah it sucks that it's that hard but you know it, it's hard nonetheless and everyone talks about the kid in freddy's revenge but no one talks about the like weird uh gym coach no one talks about schneider yeah uh, and how inappropriate that was and how far that set us back <laughs> like yeah another movie a lot of people are coming for lately is silence of the lambs what listen silence of the lambs has its uh, I, see that's another one where it's like it opened up that conversation and I can't be mad at it for its time and place has it aged the best no but well I has will say this for silence of the problematically lambs, than sleepaway camp yes <laughs> there is a there is a, a scene of, of dialogue specifically in silence of the lambs where Lecter says he's not a transsexual, he thinks he is. He is. And they, and they go into this whole thing about how transsexuals are generally not violent. Well, see, that's the thing that I'm thinking, because they have the clarification in Silence of the Lambs. I, the point of uh, contention that I've seen with that, though, is that uh, transsexual as a term has become, like, terribly outdated. Yeah, well, we can't start doing that for fucking the words that were fine then. You know what I mean? Like, that's, I, yeah. yeah, that's why I think that's to me, it's kind very of an, annoying. it's aged. It, it hasn't aged well, but when you put it in its time and place, I, I really don't think it's a problem. Because, like, you're, you're, you're right. They have that conversation where they address that that's not an issue for... Right. Yeah, I mean, I you know, to me, I'm, I'm much more concerned about the message of something than I am the words that it uses to convey that message. Yeah, especially because at the and then again, the line seems so arbitrary to me because Rocky Horror Picture Show, very beloved by everyone in the community, but me, uh, mm -hmm. but it, it throws the word transsexual around left and right, and you know, <laughs> like I just I feel like the line is arbitrary sometimes, and it's very frustrating, and I it comes up a lot in LGBTQ horror. 
Also, Rob wouldn't watch Skin of a Ring. <laughs> it's not a movie. It doesn't qualify. <laughs> you should have did Rocky Horror. That's the crime yeah. of it all. But all right, nonetheless, here we are with uh, Hellbender. Uh, we will get to that soon. We have Drink Roll Call to get to. We have go through some horror news. <clears throat> we can kick off Drink Roll Call. I would like to go first. Okay. A, a little peek behind the scenes for everybody listening at home. Uh, schedule, uh, recording schedule was thrown off a little bit. Usually we record late on a Saturday night. Today we're recording smack dab in the middle of the fucking afternoon on a Sunday. Um, I was, I took a, a stroll around the liquor store, a stroll. I was looking for something. I almost bought that, that fireball keg I showed you guys last week, <laughs> found out it was a hundred dollars and that wasn't happening. So I'm looking for something drink roll call appropriate. This has changed my liquor store trips <laughs> indefinitely, this, this yeah. segment. So I had an idea and I was walking by a bottle and I was like, hmm, this would be a power move. And that, <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, all right, let me, maybe, maybe. And I took a couple laps around the store. I'm like, all right, you know what? Nothing else is tickling the pickle. So we're going to go with this. And this was a decision that I made thinking we were going to record late on a Saturday night. So I've already bought the bottle and I've dedicated to it. I have nothing else to drink. So here we are. I'm going to do it anyway. So my whole day is now completely fucked. And this I'm sending to you guys in the chat. Don't mind one of these shot glasses, but uh, I'm taking shots of Jaeger. Yeah, you are. Now I've poured three. I've had okay. one already. And every time we say you're going to have to take another no. one. <laughs> no, no, no. Are you drinking that Jaeger warm? No, it was, it was that was a picture I took when I got it. No, it's okay. it was in the freezer. All right. I was going to say, what the fuck yeah. are you doing? <laughs> it was in the freezer. All right, man. Jaeger, I mean, I, ugh, I can't imagine why, but. Because of what it does. Jaeger is disgusting. Mm-hmm. God damn, does it work? It's a, it's, I was, you know, in college, we used to just do shots of Jaeger. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. College all about just getting as drunk as you can, as quick as you can. Yep. Um, all right. Yeah. I am back in my early twenties because I have woken up to record the show at about three and change <laughs> hours sleep, ate mm-hmm. a slice of pizza out of the microwave and taking shots of Jaeger. It's two o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> the show is detrimental to my health. Let's just say that. Uh, who wants to go next? Uh, I'll go next. You inspired me, Mikey, because we oh. did have plans to do this uh, last night, and we we moved it to today. Uh, I had not I planned on drinking <laughs> Sunday smack dab in the middle of the afternoon. Uh, but when you said that you were going to do this for drink roll, you you didn't tell us what. But when I found out that you were still doing drink roll call, I decided I would also still do drink roll call. Oh, so yeah. I also am getting drunk uh, at two o'clock <laughs> in the afternoon on Sunday on Father's Day before a family event. So that's fun. That's the way to do it. <laughs> but I am have I don't know how specific I should get with my drink. Uh, I found a cocktail that I'm very excited to be making at home, and it's not perfected yet. I'm still in the trial and error phase, so I don't have a pretty picture. Okay. Um, I don't know if I should wait for the reveal until I have it down. This is going to be my drink the next couple weeks until I've got it perfected, though. Okay. All right. 
I'm excited. All right. Well, as you guys said, it's Sunday afternoon. Uh, unlike you guys, I have to meet my <laughs> boss later, so I'm drinking cheer wine. Come on, man. Uh, double down. Throw your balls on the table. Let them know what it is. Oh, I'm going to be drinking tonight when I meet my boss, but <laughs> I don't want to show up drunk. That's <laughs> just showing up going, hey, what's going on? <laughs> They named a drink after me. <laughs> <laughs> Called the Carolina Lizard May. Oh, he'd be so <laughs> insulted with you. He's not from here, dude. Oh, okay. He might yeah. have one. That is you, fine. <laughs> yeah, he might. Yeah, no, he's he's not. He doesn't seem to be the biggest fan of of living here either. He's from San Diego, and he really wants to go. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a mood, though. <laughs> I I bought this Jaeger too, like maybe a half hour before we started talking about moving stuff around. I was like, okay, I have Jaeger in my car right now. Whole bottle. I'm, I, I sent a message <laughs> in our group going, I'm letting you guys know now I'm still doing what I'm doing. You did this. Here we are. All right. Uh, so needless to say, I, I will probably be taking shots of Jaeger for the next couple of weeks on the show for drink roll call. What, uh, what did you guys do with your free Saturday night? That's the real question, because, you know, normally Saturday night, the recording's looming overhead, and then that's what we start doing late at night. But yeah. I played Prison Architect, and it was fantastic. Oh, oh nice. That's fun. Yeah, because I have no life, so. <laughs> like, I'm going to build a prison. Do they have buckets facing each other? No, you, you, no, but I made glass cells, so Ooh. everybody could see them pooping. <laughs> All right. I didn't really do much. I played dead by daylight watched a friend of mine had a subathon and i was there like just fucking around in his chat oh yeah he put whipped cream on his face mm. yeah Ugh. that'll drive the numbers yeah <laughs> it was funny so i was the reason why we had to move stuff around i have had just like a hellish scheduling week uh, every time i i had too much stuff to do this week and every time i got it sorted someone would call me with an emergency or, you know, like some kind of thing that needed taken care of. So I ended up having just like a really tough time this week. Uh, long week from from Monday to today, actually. <laughs> um, and, which is why I'm getting drunk before Father's Day. <laughs> where, uh, uh, so what I was supposed to be doing this weekend and why I asked that we move the podcast. Uh, I take this weekend off, usually. Uh because it is the 24-hour novel writing challenge, uh, and which is a little bit misleading as a name because it's 24 hours across a weekend, uh, and there are multiple ways that you can do it. Uh, the most common way and how I usually do it is the 12-12 hour, which is 12 hours over two days. Uh, some people do like eight hours the first day and then you know just kind of fill in throughout the weekend I, I usually am pretty good about taking the the whole weekend off and doing the 12 12 um i since i did not have friday or sunday free uh because of scheduling conflicts all throughout the rest of the week uh i ended up doing the gauntlet which is 24 hours straight of writing uh which technically ended at midnight but i was so fucking tired <laughs> <laughs> and I knew I was going to be because that's like a 24-hour workday. That's dumb. Uh, would not recommend. We ended at midnight. We could have recorded the show anyway. I, I would have been so out of it. I would have been more out of it than I am today, which would have been impressive. But That would have made it a better show. 
I'm glad that we're um I also wouldn't have had time I didn't have time to watch the movie. I watched the movie this morning. Oh, I would have yeah. just been making shit up, which to be fair is what I'd been doing all day anyway. <laughs> that's that's my job. Um but I'm glad that it came up on the podcast because I also want to give a shout out to um IR Chris who sponsored my book. Ah, <laughs> oh, look at Chris. He did yeah. what? He sponsored the book this year. Chris, what the hell, man? <laughs> <laughs> response wow yeah wow, good job, nice. like what the hell is oh. nice okay yeah uh i, I still want a response what the hell man <laughs> nice that nice so thank you for that um you'll be it's still uh i wrote it in 24 hours and was pretty delirious by the end there so uh it still needs a lot of revisions and editing and stuff but you know okay. that'll be coming to you sometime <laughs> good shit cat god damn all right. All right. All right. News, news, news. It's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. He's not a genius. There's not a lot of, there's really not a huge amount of stuff to talk about, but we can run through a couple of things. Velma season two. Apparently, Max confirmed that the adult animated series was renewed. Uh, I haven't watched any Velma. I remember we talked about it, and Kat was all kinds of pissed off. Mm -hmm. It's annoying. <laughs> so they kind of, I mean, at least they prefixed it this time with adult anime. Like, I had no idea until Kat said something. Yeah. Uh, I didn't watch any of it either, but I do remember Kat's reaction. See, the fact that they're confirming uh, that it's for adults, I think it's just better. is it's it's better, but it's also more confusing because it's like uh, they do a lot of making fun of adults that watch cartoon in the show, which was kind of my issue with the show is like I they don't know who their audience is like they're making fun and, it, and it's not like a South Park thing where they make fun of everyone indiscriminately. They just take enough shots at people who might be watching the show that you feel kind of insulted. <laughs> like, yeah. It sounds perfect for me. I make fun of people to watch cartoons too. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't... Yeah, but like you it. wouldn't watch it is my point. Like, <laughs> because it's a cartoon. It's so weird though. If it were a live action Velma <laughs> where they're making fun of people that watch cartoons, that might actually be kind of funny. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's strange. I, it's a weird route to go with Scooby Doo. Like that, what you need to let people know that out of the gate, because I would yeah. never have thought. And it's still cartoony as hell. Yeah. Like it, the animation's very close to Scooby Doo. Like I, I, other like everything I've seen, I had no reason to think it would be any adult animated series ever. Also, there's no dog. Really, no dog <laughs> at all. No, no dog. Come on, What's guys, up? what are we doing? And then like one of <laughs> one of the bits, they're like. Oh, because, the, the, like, they have the van. The van has a cameo in the show, uh, which is more than the dog has. <laughs> so but they're like, wouldn't it be dumb if we drove around in this and solved mysteries? <laughs> and it's like, okay. So you don't want adults who watch cartoons to watch this, and you clearly don't want Scooby-Doo fans to watch this. <laughs> like, literally, who is the show for? I think they just made it for you to watch, Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing up is Seven, which gets talked about a lot on the show, a lot more than I enjoy, is getting a 4K remaster. Ooh. 
Yeah, David Fincher confirmed that that is in the works. All right. That's not going in my collection. Oh, I'll be picking that up. Really? Yeah. I probably won't be picking this one up, but only because I already have like the the special edition thing. I, I don't think I need to replace it just yet. That's the thing. When they make, they did that with Texas Chainsaw. I got, uh, I don't remember which one I got, but it was like a steel book, original Texas Chainsaw DVD. And I was like, yes, man. And it was yeah. on sale and all. And then a couple weeks after I got it, they came out with another. I'm like, you motherfuckers. That's why it was on sale. So yeah, they pissed me off with redoing stuff the way they do. It's like, fuck, man. Oh, next thing up. Okay. I have to send this to you guys. We talked a couple of weeks ago about the Amityville Horror mm-hmm. book release. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm, Psycho's getting one. And this, this is... Guys, go to Bloody Disgusting, everybody listening, or even just Google it. I'm sure you can find it no matter what. The Psycho novel is getting a beautiful special edition release. And like th- this is crazy. This one's a lot more tempting for me than, than the Amiaville. they know it's a book, right? (laughs) Do you see it, though? It's beautiful. It's still a book. I mean, $155. What's the most you've ever spent on a book, Rob? Like (laughs) $250? Go to a used bookstore. You can get shit real cheap. But this is like an almost like an art piece, too. I buy thrift books. (laughs) What? (laughs) Nothing. Uh, it this is it it's very it's pretty it's nice it is it is there's artwork in here uh what is the suntup.press is the is the website if anybody wants to go look that up i think this is the same company that did the amityville book it is they've got different editions too what are they looking like bro? i couldn't find it well there's there's a numbered edition of 250 copies that um where the hell's the I can't find the price on that one. And then there's a lettered edition that is uh, limited to 26 copies. You have to enter a lottery to get one. Damn. And the cost is $1,850. God damn. It's a book. (laughs) (laughs) But if, if somebody has that type of money to blow, like imagine their collection. You know, like th- that's what this is like. It's it's a collector's edition. Yeah. I mean, I, I could see it. Like, I would never spend that kind of money on on a book. But you know, I also don't collect books, so I I could see someone doing it. Like, if they had a special edition of like, like dude, Rob, how much we we paid a good amount for that. Um, especially you that uh, Friday disc set, like that was pricey. Wasn't that was pricey? Like one hundred and twenty bucks or something. I think. Yeah, but you know, for something like imagine it being like this like this is like this thing here's a, here's a copy of uh robert uh robert block's book psycho used for three dollars and seven cents <laughs> oh you are something else you are something else that would that would be the one i get though if i had the kind of money to spend on this i i would hell i would if i had that kind of money to drop i i would have that again and that's just, why you ain't got no money <laughs> that's true all right, here's what okay here's one i'm gonna i'm gonna pick up i'm sure rob will too deadstream is getting a blu-ray oh. a blu-ray release in july oh cool yeah I'll nice. get that. i like that movie yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pick this one up oh there's a steelbook it looks like also uh, i don't like steelbooks what's wrong with you with steelbooks man i just don't like them be nice to steelbook 
Oh, it even has the... That is funny. I sent it to you guys. It has the wheel that he spins in the movie, like on the... Aw. Yeah. That's fun. I'm definitely getting this. It doesn't... There's no pre-order? Damn. All right. I'm going to keep my eyes out for this. I'm going to try and remember. Uh, Evil Dead Rise is hitting Mac streaming service later this month. Woohoo. About time. Yeah. Anyone hasn't seen this yet? Absolutely incredible movie. Love it. Love it. Killer Clowns from Outer Space is getting a new Funko Pop, and it's uh, recreating that pizza delivery scene. I sent a picture to you guys. Oh, yeah. Everyone listening, but Disgusting has it up. You can um, probably find it anywhere. This thing is fucking adorable. I kind of want this. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I already have a Killer Clown Funko Pop, too. I got another one. Mikey's a Funko guy. <laughs> it's happened, bro. I'm not happy about it either. I own some, but I, I got off that train pretty quick. I'm trying, and I hold out pretty good, but this the, the special ones like this, because this one has like a couple different characters in it. It's on a platform. The one that got me back in was that Michael Myers house I showed you guys. I was like, how oh. the hell do you... Yeah. So the special ones get me, and they seem to be doing more and more of them, so it's not looking good. The, the good thing with me and Funko Pops is that it takes me so long to make up my mind about them that they're usually gone. Uh, <laughs> by the time I've, uh, caved. I rem like, the Sharknado one I went back and forth about forever. Uh, and then, you know, I was like, I'm gonna do it, and they're, like, sold out, and I was like, okay, well, <laughs> <laughs> never mind. Alright, PropStore.com is, they're, they, these guys have crazy shit. Uh, they, they have, again, a whole block of stuff from horror movies that they're auctioning off. One, a couple of things to mention is, and, and these are pricey. They have estimations that they'll go for. They have the screen-matched evil clown doll from Poltergeist. Okay. It's estimated to go for between $200,000 and $400,000. Not a lot of money. I would, If I had it, I would do it. That thing's funny. That the book's not looking so expensive. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They have the Charles Hallahan's oh the spider head from the thing. Wow. Oh. That that's looking to go between a hundred thousand and two hundred thousand. You can buy that for me, right, Mikey? Yeah, okay. If I was to buy you anything like that, it wouldn't be from the thing, buddy. I'll tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> I would be get terrifier, probably. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> I would get you this though. Friday the 13th, New Blood, uh, the, a mask, one of the Jason masks that were worn by Kane Hodder is looking to go between sixty and 120000 Oh. Wow. We need more patrons. Yeah, we do. <laughs> I have a uh, lot cooler house. <laughs> they have uh, Friday the 13th. Oh, this is from the remake. But prosthetic head, torso, bear trap, and chain from the Friday the 13th remake, uh, thirty to 60000 They got a lot of cool shit on here, man. They have a stunt mask from H2O, Cult of Chucky, Freddy Dude, vs. Jason. Nobody wants an H2O mask. <laughs> I would, well. It's yeah. like the worst mask in the franchise. It's a bad mask. My favorite is that it keeps changing throughout the movie, and at one point it literally has, like, blonde hair. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, they got, they, oh, they got something from Saw Cat. Documentary oh, oh, footage no. matched exploded Billy Puppet head. <gasps> Ooh. Between 4,000 and 8,000. That's that's not so bad. That's you not that, that bad. Cat. They they take uh, they take uh, a firm. Uh, 
four payments of two thousand dollars cash every two weeks that could be yours that doesn't sound so bad right. yeah they got a lot of cool shit on here and twilight twilight zone oh god did they take limited edition books <laughs> trade yeah so uh what was the name of this website again propstore.com and again if any of you some bitches going over there with intent to buying this stuff and you're not spending at least three dollars a month for our patreon shame on you for shame you cheap asshole <laughs> uh yeah oh man if i if i ever hit lottery like i would just buy everything <laughs> on here It'd be my mikey's house. gonna be on a documentary oh, absolutely <laughs> you know that show they, they used to have that show called the lottery ruined my life mike yeah be on that oh shit. absolutely absolutely but you know what that ride will be a motherfucker so i'll be living like the best person <laughs> on the planet for at least a couple years right that's how that would go. Uh, Dead by Daylight, end of transmission. Just worth mentioning. I mean, we covered it when we had Matthew Cote on. All that is, well, not all of it, but, you know, the end transmission chapter is out. So the new chapter release that he talked about is out now. It came out last week. It's it's a doozy. It's a, it's a doozy. But not Nick Cage yet, right? No, Nick Cage is not out yet. All right. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, we also... You know, I guess just to keep the listeners up to date on that, we will be having Matthew Cote on again. It's looking like it'll be for the next chapter release. And for what it's worth in quote-unquote news mention, they pretty much just said there's really nothing else they have to say but what they've released. So, you know, it, it looks like we've seen pretty much everything for it. So that's good. At least they're being really transparent with that release. And, you know, that's it. Uh, Halloween 2 is getting a tabletop game oh yeah i saw what? that looks cool why halloween 2 don't know okay. not bad at least not halloween 3 that would be amazing oh god oh, oh my god you you wouldn't be allowed to have the dr chalice you just run around banging <laughs> people as dr chalice <laughs> i think um it looks like trick-or-treat studio already has a halloween tabletop game chat so oh okay i'm guessing that somebody picked up the rights to do I think it's Fright Rag was involved in Halloween 2 somehow. Yes, yes, they are. I'm not exactly sure how either. But they, it is up on Kickstarter right now. There's 24 days left, so plenty of money to go over there and get uh, get involved with it. Up to 75 grand. People like these tabletop games, man. I, You know, like I'm looking at these games and thinking, man, I should get them. But my problem is I, I buy these games and then I don't have anybody to play them with. So then they just sit in a box. Hmm. Yeah, and the, the see what I don't like. I'm not mad that they're that you know you get on Kickstarter and you do something like that. I'm not mad at all because it helps bring these things to life. So I don't want it to sound that way. But I forget which. Oh, the Dead by Daylight one. There was another one that I can't remember, and this one they they were Kickstarters. And really, all you get as far as like perks and and the tiers of donation, all you get are copies of the game. Mm-hmm. which yeah. you know like i wish they would have had some more stuff in there um and by the way that you can donate any amount but the tiers where you'll get the game 59 dollars 99 dollars and 150 dollars yeah yeah that's the other thing i mean I, you know it looks like i'm looking at it now it looks like it's a really cool game and everything but again i'm gonna pay 60 dollars for something to sit in a box on a shelf because i'm nobody's ever gonna come along like to play it you know i've had the jaws game the thing game all of them just sit there yeah 
and the way i look at stuff like that is because you know board games aren't for me but the so for me personally if i'm going to spend 60 dollars, i'll get a couple dvds they're going to do the same thing set on a shelf yeah. yeah you know but at least i'll get to watch them every now and then yeah because uh, they've done they've done a couple of other games too like i remember they did silent night deadly night and my bloody valentine yes yes and i i i didn't pick those up it's hard to pass up halloween though it is, it is. J- just to say you got it if yeah. nothing else you know it does look cool yeah it does uh but that's all i have for the news that means it's time to press the button god damn it crazy idiot get the fuck out Topical Mystery Corner, where our listeners send over Italian memes making fun of me for being Italian with no other purpose than for me to just react on the show. Well, to celebrate your heritage. I yeah, think celebrating well. Italian-American heritage, Mikey. That's what they call it. It's not true. <laughs> the memes go up on Patreon. I don't think I've seen this one before. We describe them on the show. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Wow. Um, it's labeled early Italian nuclear test, colorized 1957. It's a picture of a pizza. How do you not call this making fun of me for being Italian? What is this <laughs> celebrating? Look at this. It's celebrating pizzas and Italian Americans and um, all the culture that you guys embrace. It looks yeah. like some stunad put a pizza in the oven without a pan tray, anything. And just on the rack, and the dumbass didn't realize that dough is gonna form strangely. And it's a pizza that's like sunken in almost in the middle. And it's like a a very scary looking dough tube that uh forms between the from the pizza between the racks onto the bottom of the oven, and there's like a puddle of melted mozzarella around it. And uh yeah, early it looks like the puffball from the the mushroom cloud from a nuclear bomb. <laughs> this is rude. This is mean. It's uncalled for. The fact that we 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 allow this is is a monstrosity to everyone in the world. That's that's a shame, Mikey, that you don't feel celebrated. No, how do I feel celebrated? Oh, you should. You should. Everybody stops what they're doing about how to make a pizza. Yeah, to to talk about your culture and where you're from and your heritage and all the things that make you special. I talked about a pizza melting in an oven with with a meme making fun of it. I didn't talk about where I'm from, my heritage. What's wrong with you? Yeah, but now we know to use a pan. That's right. When we're making now we pizza. Know. Everybody should know to use a pan. Whoever this happened to deserved it. And we're helping to spread that knowledge. <laughs> you need a pizza pan. I don't like it being said like that. But you know what? All right, fine. Shot of Jaeger. I hope you're happy. This All is right. what you're doing. This is what you're doing to me. Well, let, let me help lift you up, Mikey, with Ugh. this Tony Danza fun fact. What? <coughs> oh, hold on. Wait. Time out. What? Hmm? What happened? That was disgusting, and he hit me with a Danza <laughs> immediately. That I was didn't, bad. I didn't say it yet. But you told me you're going to do it. No. This is to lift you up. It'll brighten your spirits. Tony Danza, the patron saint of all Italian Americans. Uh, We're going to celebrate him now. No. On May 9th, 2005, during a go-kart race with NASCAR star Rusty Wallace, who was a guest on the Tony Danza show, Danza's cart flipped after Wallace accidentally bumped him. Wow. Who cares? So now you know. <laughs> I know what? That he tipped in a go-kart? 
Yep, yep. And now I, I just sent you a thing too that uh, came in anonymously. Allie, I forgot which button it is. To be honest with you. Okay, good. Stop sending these, Allie. Stop making them. Stop sending them. I do appreciate you moving the text over to the left. You know I was right about that. That looked awful. I, th this is anonymous. We, we no idea who sent this. No. Allie sent it. Well, Miss Huge Clown Penis sent it. Huge Clown Penis. So it just it, they come in anonymously every I week. Confirm that. And I can confirm it. No. To help so. uh, help celebrate uh, you and and Mr. Tony Danza. Rob, when, when does it end, man? It's Father's Day, dude. Tony Danza played one of television's greatest dads on Who's the Boss. Does he deserve not to be celebrated as well, Mikey? Come on. No more next week. No more till next week. Okay. No, 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 no more. Ever. No more till next week. Okay. I don't know why I show up. I don't know why I showed up. That Jaeger timing was awful. You slipped <laughs> right on in there, man. <laughs> Trying to bum rush me. That was messed up. All right. We're going to take a quick break and we will be back in to discuss Hellbender. Oh boy. All right. How's the Jaeger training you? You know what? This this might be a good thing in a way. <laughs> Two is going to be the I don't know why I poured the third one. But, you know, I knew I was going to take one before and I'm like maybe I'll want two. Let me have it ready. Good lord. Put, put a worm in it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Here we are. It's Pride month. We had a lot of stuff shuffled around, so we got to this a little later than we would have liked to, yeah. but here we are, and we're talking Hellbender. Um, does anyone want to go first with with our opening thoughts of it? Uh, I have an interesting cultural experience with this one. I um, and we'll probably get into it just a tiny bit more at the end when I do reviews, but I have had kind of a roller coaster of a time with Hellbender because it was last year this was it came out in 20 it was made in 2021 I think but that was like its festival release I think uh it hit shutter last year uh it was on a lot of the best movies of 2022 lists it was on a lot of best queer horror lists um this was like critically a moment last year uh it was actually on one of the lists that we did where it ranked sissy as number three and hellbender i think was number five on the list like this was just this was a huge deal last year uh while i was looking up reviews for this um and i we'll we'll get into it uh, obviously in the episode i felt like it was very overrated um it, like fine but overrated and uh so i i didn't understand the hype while i was looking up reviews today the pendulum has swung way back the other way and in a reverse halloween end situation uh people do not like this anymore it has tanked uh like the the percentages have tanked on a lot of review sites people are are kind of losing their love for this one which again, I so now I might be 
I might like it more than the average person now. <laughs> uh, I feel like I've been all over the place on this one, but really it's just me standing with the position of it's fine and everyone else seems to be moving around me in this. Um, it's it's strange. Okay. I had not seen, I, I knew nothing about this movie going in. I've seen it talked about and stuff, but I just, you know, I didn't see trailers. I didn't see anything. I feel like this the the best way i can explain this movie um as far as an like a like a true blanket statement for it i feel like the premise was super interesting uh they executed a lot of things very well and it, the problem with it is it it was at a level of almost sophistication that when you try and and do a movie the way they're doing it, you need to be really, really good. And I think this was good, but I don't think it was good enough to put it all together in the way that they they were trying to. They weren't quite able to achieve it because as far as story and, and a lot of stuff there, they got it. But just everything else <laughs> wasn't enough to kind of... Yeah push it up to that next level i do i do think that this was written for like it has the um it has like the storyboarding potential of an a24 movie without the a24 budget <laughs> like uh there is kind of that pretentious element to it it, it does it does it, it is it is a little <laughs> bit of a pretentious movie and I don't mean that in a bad way. Not if that in makes a sense. Bad way. Yeah. No. But... but it just wasn't good enough to to make it up there with that. And, and the character, like the characters, were great. Like they, you know, and the dynamic between the the mother was a really fucking interesting character to me. So I I love that. Uh, there were things that could have been done better, and that's that I think is the ultimate problem with this. A lot of things could have been done better. So I think um, it's extremely funny that we spent so much time going back and forth trying to find a a good uh, pride movie that uh, that we wouldn't all hate, and this is the one that we we landed on. Um, I, I this movie was I think this movie thinks very highly of itself, yes. but doesn't have the goods to back it up. Yes, um, the story is extremely simple. But it, but it could be effective, but it's not. I, I this was I did not enjoy. This was what like eighty six minutes long or something. I checked the yeah. runtime. I don't know how many times during this movie, just waiting for it to get over. I the execution on this thing was was awful. Um, and also, Cat, maybe you can explain this to me because I'm just a, a boring straight white <laughs> dude. But what in the fuck does this have to do with with queer pride or anything <laughs> else? It, it, like I didn't get it at all. I was watching this going. Where the fuck? What is going on here? Uh, yeah. So this is uh, <laughs> this is one of those fun movies where I I kind of see it sometimes. Uh, in the community, I they don't always let me into all the meetings. Uh, That's hysterical. <laughs> sometimes I hear things. Uh, where it's mm -hmm. like, what we're doing? What now? Uh, the Skinamarink phone is one of those times right. where I don't quite know what's going on there. This one I get it. Uh, because there's a <laughs> Well, first of all, she is into Amber. Uh, I think is I the girl's name. I thought that too. 
I didn't like, pick that up. That's a romance arc that is I mean, I, started and not not finished. But I think also I, I read a couple of pieces about it last year. I if I had been smart or had had the time, I would have reread and brought up some of the articles there were a lot of pride articles about this movie last year when it came out i think mm -hmm. a lot of people uh in the community also identify with the sense of otherness um that i can see the, that the is thing, present in this the thing with her and amber or her being into amber is i kind of thought that but we don't see her interact with literally anyone else other than her mother so we don't know like, I don't have a way to gauge her reaction to this girl to see if she's into her or if she's just fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And, and I think that's one of the things. So for me, I definitely like. I knew that she was into Amber. I picked that up right away. I It was a feeling that persisted throughout the entire thing. I also and maybe I'm wrong because I'm not a hellbender. Um, but I don't think that you go like that high level of torture for a snub. If you're just trying to be friends with someone like that's a personal jilted scorned lover situation right there. Uh, it's a messed up one, but like you, you don't go to those kinds of lengths for someone that you wanted to be a friend, unless you had already, there's that whole sissy argument to be made, I guess. Uh, but you shouldn't. You shouldn't obsess over this, like, if you just want someone to be your friend. So I, I do think that that relationship with Amber tracks. But I also, I, I, I see what you mean, like, that they don't really, because it, it's one of the areas where the movie isn't better executed. Because if we had seen her interact with more people, that plot point where she's a lesbian would have hit a lot harder, you know? I'm glad Rob didn't see it because I, I watched this movie with Allie. She, I told her I had to watch it. She was like, oh, I've never seen it. Let me know what the hell you guys are talking about. We threw <laughs> it on. And we were talking about it after a little bit. And we had a similar to what you guys, the discussion you guys were having. I got that right away. I was like, oh, okay. She, she likes this Amber chick. You know, when she was looking at her in the pool and, and all that stuff. And uh. Allie said she didn't get that at all, and she thought it was she wanted to be her, and that's why wow. she took the hair clip, right? And I was like, damn, man, that, like, that, that's there. You know, that is there. And I, I don't know. I, I took it as she, you know, I still stand with she, she was in damn. I, I do stand with that. But, yeah, no, I wish they would have been more clear about it, man. It, like, I don't, I don't know why they wouldn't have. That would have been, they, they had that whole spot to themselves, and you know, I, I don't know. It it again could have been done better. I'm gonna say that a lot in this movie. Cause I at first I didn't like it at all. And it won me back enough, you know, to yeah. to where yeah, it did. And at, maybe we can track backtrack a little bit to the beginning too. <clears throat> this movie was all fucking over the place, man. They gave you uh uh I'm trying to think of a movie to to compare it to. <laughs> Unfortunately, the only <laughs> one I'm thinking about is absolutely awful. But like a a paranormal activity next to kin kind of like i can't think of the quite the maybe the beginning of the last evil dead remake you know like that old timey hang them in the woods they're a witch oh yeah, yeah. Okay. so it started with that and then the the chick on the on the noose like shoots up into the sky like a superhero like, <laughs> what the fuck and then it moved over to punk rock and i'm like what yeah. the fuck and then it got like a a view of a lake 
with some slow music. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then, dude, it was all fucking over the place. But it settled in. And you kind of seen that there was a pattern and it, it ended up working a lot better than it did in the beginning. This was something that I didn't catch. I'm glad you brought up the old timey thing because yeah. I had a, so I thought I, I went in with the conception for like from having watched it before I went in with the notion that the old timey witch burning, witch hanging situation. Witch. And I, yeah. And I think this is confirmed. I think they talk about it in the movie. Uh, it, that's supposed to be um the the mom's mother yes who was hanged that was only 47 years ago apparently yeah, which like, i had not picked up the first time i thought um, it looked more modern than than old timey to me like when i was really? watching it I, there was just something about it where i was like okay this is like happening like not now but fairly recently they look like they were villagers yeah but i mean they lived up in the mountains all by themselves yeah, and shit. Yeah, 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 maybe. All right. I mean, it, I, wasn't, I didn't get that. it wasn't like super I mean, old timey right. because she shot her. Yeah, that's true too. Yeah, <laughs> that was another funny part. She uh, th that woman covered the kid's eyes when they started to shoot her. Oh yeah, let's bring my kid to the hanging. You know, no big deal. <laughs> Sit and watch this. But oh, I got a gun. Oh shit! Don't look, Jimmy. Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> Fucking god! But no, it, it started off rough. But yeah, I'll I'll tell you, man, the mother, she really shined through for this. And I'll tell you one point that I wish they would have went a little further with is uh when homegirls drawing by the lake or the creek or whatever, and mm -hmm. the, that dude comes up and you know it's creepy moment, and the mother takes him out to the woods. Yeah. And this is where I wish they would have really won me over in the horror element is I don't know why they would have her, like, you know, the way she killed that dude, she lifts him up in the air. It looked like Iron Man did it. <laughs> you know, like, it was just, like, why wouldn't she just lunge at Like, that would have been cool as shit. I was, I was like, damn, this bitch using the force. <laughs> she was. <laughs> she was. and But then at the same time, like, I mean, that was done badly. They definitely should have did something different with that. Like, that was ridiculous that that's the route they went. Kinda, I kind of liked how he just sort of, like, evaporated. That was kind of cool. It, yeah, but ah, it's a horror movie. That's perfect for her to lunge at him and, like, nod is, like, he's perfect. Yeah. And they already made that effect of him doing They could have made her lunge. Like, it, it probably would have been cheaper, I'd, maybe. I don't know. But they, but at the same time, you know that that was bad to me. But she has this weird, like she asks him if he's a father first or if he's married, and you know, like she knew she, what she was gonna do, and she is evil because she's killing somebody. But at the same time, it's like there's morality there. Yeah, and I thought that was super interesting. Like she didn't want want to do it, though she did, but she wanted to do it right. I did really like her as a character. I, and while we're talking about things that could have been executed better, I think a big one is, I, and it's not the only solution, but the movie does feel very scattered. Uh, and I think that one of the things that could have fixed that is focusing more on the mother. I, I think the I think the scariest yeah. part of the movie um, is definitely the end uh and i think 
the way that they build up the end with, you know, a hellbender only being able to be killed by other hellbenders, like it's set up very well. Uh, I, I think there's a very deep, you know, womanly dread of seeing your child kind of take your place in the world. Uh, I I think it's like it's a very human emotion that they but I think it would have hit a lot harder if we had focused on the mother and her fear of what her child is turning into, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Alternatively, we could have focused more on the kid and, and less on the mother. But like because the mother has the like horror in the end, I, this would have been a much scarier movie if it had focused on her perspective throughout the runtime more i think yeah yeah i would have rob you you seem to be on the the lesser end of the ladder here with this one what do you at least acknowledge that what like the the mother was a strong character or did no that i not like hit? the characters i like the okay. characters i like the performances um i just don't think they what they were given to do was was very much very it wasn't i don't know there's something uh, there's something about the execution of this movie that just does not work. And I can't quite put my finger on what it is. Like I said, it feels like it thinks it's very uh, lofty and important, but it also, that's what it thinks it is. But really it just feels kind of paper thin to me. Um, I don't think that the relationships are well, well, the relationship between the girl and Amber is well established. Um, when we started, when the movie started and Amber first appeared, I thought, okay, so, you know, it's going to be this story, but it wasn't. Um, and we don't really even see all that much of Amber in the movie. And it turns out to be much more of the story between her and her mom. They could have cut out the whole Amber thing altogether and just made a movie about the two of them. And it would have been more interesting. Uh, I think, I think the problem with it is, that yeah this this movie could have done without the whole amber thing and i say i agree with that point of it because they didn't do it well so what they did with that yeah you could have did without it it wouldn't have changed the movie much it could have been a random person she had down there yeah there was it was a little more umph behind it when it was amber but there was not enough in there to really make me give that much of a shit about it i i just wished i wish it would have been in there but they would have did it better would have resolved that issue even better you know but they didn't so yeah i mean the, the whole amber's whole character in this movie is she breaks into somebody's house to swim in their pool invites her back she comes back they do shots of tequila which they know it's this girl's first shot at tequila what are you making her drink a worm for come that's, on that's fact yeah that's, that's fucked up you don't do that to somebody that's a dick move and then also, uh, I'm obsessed with the girl who volunteers to drink the worm. She looks way too into it. Dude, that girl would have made a much name. more interesting character to focus on, I think. She uh, she was fascinating to me. She has like yeah. one line and it's volunteering to drink worm and I I loved her. Yeah. Yeah, she, that girl's a party too cuz she's out there playing the drums even though she didn't know what the fuck she's doing and stuff. <laughs> but yeah. But so you know, they do that, and then her and they have the falling out right after that. And then we don't really see Amber again for a long stretch of the movie. Yeah. And yeah. then she comes back just at the end and then gets mad because she stole some 50-cent barrettes or whatever. Yeah. And it's just like, what? It's There's nothing to Amber's character. I it, it feels like she should either not be in the movie or she should be a pivotal character in the movie, and she's neither. I So, and... Again, it's not 
we can't look at what they could have done, you know, because it's what they gave us. But it, it is frustrating because Amber is Izzy's one chance to have a friend or to have a partner or, you know, I, she's she plays this really important role that just got really underutilized in the movie. And also the fact that she can't forgive Izzy for the barrettes of all things but yeah. that like they can't repair their friendship is a big in like it, it informs why izzy turns so hard bends so hard to hell i guess to put it in the movie's own terminology there uh like i think it's a really good tipping point i think it tells us a lot about izzy as a character i wish they had used it more you know yeah yeah that yeah. would have been more interesting and it's like it's kind of there it but you have to piece it together for yourself and you shouldn't have to like they should have hit those themes right during the runtime you know right cuz you're going to have dummies like me watching this movie who can't figure out why it's a pride movie <laughs> i was watching before like too I'm, man i'm like why am i watching this there's no nobody waving a rainbow flag or dancing around <laughs> or nothing what the hell yeah i was looking forward to yeah, I, so I don't know. And also, why is Izzy such a fucking weirdo? She goes to give her a bikini back and she gift wrapped it. Gift wrapped it. What the fuck? Yeah. Just bring me my shit. You ain't got to fucking put it in a box and wrap it up. It ain't a fucking birthday present. That's my own shit. <laughs> I know what's in there, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. I bought it. It's mine. Yeah, you know, and I, 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 this was one of the other movies I was saying, thinking while watching it that we should have did. And I don't know how you guys would have treated it, but... When Rob mentioned that the other girl who was a good time, she should have been the main character. I thought, <laughs> well, then we'd have Jennifer's body. Why didn't we do Jennifer's body? So, it, because I wasn't going to be nice to Jennifer's body. Really? Yeah. I Jennifer's body can't. I know. I. It's the thing about Jennifer's body. The rewatches kill me sometimes. I watched Jennifer's body when it came out, and I was, uh, I was not. Um, out of the closet yet at that point uh even to myself i didn't know what was going on i didn't know why i like jennifer's body so much uh i feel like that was a very universal experience uh for for a lot of women that were into jennifer's body inexplicably for no reason i really i loved that movie so much and i didn't watch it for like years and years after that because it it just wasn't streaming anywhere uh i didn't have a copy it was it was one of those kind of situations it came to prime uh last year and I, the rewatches fucking kill me. It's not good. Like, oh, I and I hate, I hate to say it, but having that space from it, like I remembered it as this perfect movie in my head and it has, the framing is really awkward. The writing's not that good. I don't like Jennifer's body. I, I it, want to. It, it I, was a vibe movie though. It has vibes. Yeah. It, it has very gay vibes. Cat. Huh? Have you seen <laughs> Megan Fox? Yes. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this discussion's over now. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny as shit. Um, hey, yeah, I fuck I love Jennifer's body, man. I'll watch that shit anytime. And not only because like I mean obviously Megan <laughs> Fox, but but it, it's really good. Like it's, it's a vibe movie, you know? It's like uh putting on a Friday thirteenth. Has anyone <clears throat> in looking at Hellbender, is that was this a first time watch for all three of us? For me. No, I had seen Hellbender. You had? I had. And you still picked it? <laughs> I Mikey picked it as much Mikey as I did. Mikey did not pick um, it. No, I 
so this was one I was kind of hoping that the rewatch was going to get me because all of my friends really loved this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was kind of the odd one out here, and it was like maybe maybe now that I know what I'm getting into, I'll like it more. And honestly, it's it's fine. <laughs> I just I feel like we spent so much time trying to find a pride movie we would be nice to. And this is I, I would have been nicer to Freddy's Revenge than this thing. I wouldn't have I been. <laughs> no. No. That was the thing is that like it wasn't even that we thought we were going it wasn't even that I thought anyone was gonna be nice to this one. Uh it was that I knew we wouldn't be nice to so many of like this was kind of a wild card, I guess, is how we yeah. you know, because like I knew you weren't gonna be nice to high tension. <laughs> no, I've never seen it, I don't know. I, high tension. Uh... I know. <laughs> <laughs> and high tension wasn't like the worst thing ever, but it I just if you're gonna be that egregious with your plot, fuck you. No. Uh, <laughs> and that's the thing is because like I had a feeling there was a very real chance that it was going to be me defending a movie against you guys or all three of us shitting on a movie. And it's like at least Hellbender was a wild card, you know? Like, because the other one that I wanted to do, um, other than I had a few on here that were just vibes, uh, like on the in the chat, uh, raw being one of them, because it it very much like the the queer community has embraced raw for the themes, uh, even though it's not canonically all that gay. Uh, and I like raw a lot better than this one, but also like it's French, it's very graphic, it's very pretentious uh everyone was gonna hate it <laughs> we should have did the babadook even though everybody's doing the babadook we should have just played it safe and did the damn babadook i and talked to cat about that i didn't know that babadook thing was still a thing yeah what do you mean the, that was, was still the like the babadook was embraced as like a queer icon i i thought that was kind of like over but apparently it's no a thing. no have you seen his hat <laughs> we can't <laughs> let go of the babadook don't north clown have a hat like that is art gay now <laughs> Maybe. Okay. All right, let's go. Apparently, we only get one every year, though, and we've wasted this year on the Skinamarink phone, so. Goddamn. Busy hanging out with Pete Davidson. Oh, <laughs> uh, come on. Why, Pete Davidson? No. You don't like him either. Why are you doing that? <laughs> I know, but there's two things I don't like together. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker. You know what? Um, Just for that. So, and where are my balls? In watching this movie, and seeing their band play, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, did, this is such a small thing, but it drove me fucking crazy. They couldn't possibly be playing the songs they were supposedly playing. Uh, that is, yeah, that was a because big pet peeve. The uh-huh. songs had both guitar parts and bass lines. So it was something that really irritated me, and... The strangely enough, the one scene where it doesn't bother me is where she's just playing the drums like at the mm. party and they have the guitar because then like then it's so egregious. It's mm-hmm. so stylized that you're like, it has to be intentional. But yeah, when when they have the guitar lines and it's just the drums and bass that irritated the shit out of me. Yeah. Yeah. It drove it drove me nuts. There's no way. Why did they have why did they have to make her play a bass? Why didn't they just give her a guitar? I would have bought it if given it was her a guitar. guitar. If if she just even if the it guitar, was multiple I guitars, I would have bought it. Right, you know, because right. I've heard the White Stripes. Yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, I I would have. I mean, they're not the fucking White Stripes, but I, you know, <laughs> I would 
I would have at least bought it. But when she kept talking about needing bass strings and stuff, I'm like, you can't possibly be playing the songs that you purport to be playing. <laughs> yeah, that was creepy, too. Like, because I didn't quite it didn't dawn on me beforehand. Like, oh, I was in a band. Like, I, I just didn't. I was pretty annoyed at that point in the movie. I, it, it just didn't dawn on me that it's like, oh, she's in a band and it, it's got to just be her mom. Right. But then I think after I forget which scene it was when they cut to them in their, you know, band get up and everything they're about to play. Uh, it's just two of them on that yeah. little platform. And I was like, holy shit, that's yeah. fucking creepy. It's creepy because they get all done up for it, like put on makeup and shit. Yeah, they go all out. Just them with no aspirations of ever doing it. No, her mom's like, no, we're not not going out. We're not playing in front of people. Nothing. This is is big time to us. This is it. Yeah. (laughs) We're at where we're at. They're not moving. Yeah. I don't know, man. And then they had like that. Uh, that scene where they both got high that was kind of funny but see they, they did <laughs> shit like that where it's like they were eating the maggots and you know that was she said peace pipe so obviously she thought they were going to be smoking some weed and it was the effect they were going for but I don't, like that when you have when you're doing what they're doing in certain spots and you know the, the word pretentious has been thrown around like that kind of stuff when you're doing that it's hard to switch gears to something like the eating the maggots to get high and whatever. I, I do think the, the, what I'm talking to to lead to this, to the scene where, you know, they're in that white background, they're wearing all black, they're puking on each other and high and doing their little powers, making the smoke things. I mean, that was cool. I was there with it. That fit in the movie. They were trying to be artsy, but again, they didn't do it well enough for to really come through with what they were trying to do. The thing with being that artsy is you have to have really good cinematography and very yeah, good yeah, visuals, and they yeah. did not always. <laughs> I didn't find it all that artsy. Like, when I was watching, I was like, this belongs in the craft. But did you at least see that that's what they were going for? Or yeah, even... but this movie yeah. was going for a lot of stuff it didn't achieve. Right, <laughs> right. I didn't, I, they didn't achieve it to where it should have been. I agree. But that's what they were going for. and it. It wasn't awful what they gave us, but it was, you could tell it felt flat. You could tell. It just felt that it felt flat. So, um, the, mm. yeah, it was, it was flat, but I, I just, I guess by that point in the movie, I felt like the whole thing had fallen flat. So I just wasn't even all that bothered by it. Mm-hmm. I was more perturbed by the fact that her mom spent $75 on that ugly fucking crown. Yeah. Jeez. The one that really the <laughs> the costume choice that really bothers me is she's out in the woods in a shirt that just says meat. Uh and yeah. then which is strange enough on its own. You're like, what a fucking weird shirt. And then the cop that comes to talk to them is like, where can I get one of those shirts? And yeah. I don't like it's just one of those, you know, like adults trying to, you know, flatter teen kind of, you know, he's a friendly guy, whatever. But the fact that it's about that shirt is so funny. Yeah. I, 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 again, secondary characters in this movie, they kill it because that cop was awesome. That cop was great. <laughs> I would watch a whole movie based around that guy. That's funny. I choose to believe he's the stepdad of the girl that wants to eat the worm. <laughs> 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 Just toss the two of them in a movie together.
Yeah, man, I don't know. But again, I, the secondary characters, yeah, they were cool. But the, the, that mom, man, that, I don't know. I just can't say enough about the notes that she hit. And uh, like when she said she went out with some friends, the first thing she asked were, are your friends okay? Yeah. Because it's not like, you know, she comes across as, like at the beginning, I kind of thought she was going to be the, you know, the evil. And then a switch. Yeah. And and to see her switch like that, it felt seamless. You know, like it all made sense. She does what she has to do, but at the same time, she's like, it. She she's being oppressive to this girl and keeping her secluded. And you feel bad for her, but you realize it needs to be like she doesn't like it. That's what it is. She's protecting her. She's protecting other people. She's so much. You can tell how good of a person she is given their circumstance you know like that that that, there was depth there man and she pulled that shit off oh another thing before we start because i'm I'm sure we're winding down on stuff to talk about this needs to be mentioned the only thing worse than a teenage girl is a teenage (laughs) girl with superpowers if if my kid could slam doors without touching them holy shit there'd be a (laughs) war in this fucking house could you imagine that rob Uh uh-uh no nope. kid slam doors on you and would not even near them. That'd be terrible. And I will tell you right now, there is nothing that pisses me off more than when he slams a door. Oh, I hate <laughs> oh my God. And I, I get it now. Like I couldn't figure out why it would make my parents so mad when yeah. I was a kid. And yeah. I don't even really know why it makes me so mad when he does it now, but God damn it. It's such a fuck you. Yeah. You know, it's like you motherfucker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> When I was younger, if I slammed a door, no matter where I was going, I could have been out the door. My dad heard it. He would make me go in the house, go to the door, and open it and shut it again. <laughs> That's type of shit. That's the quickest way to get someone to stop slamming doors, though. I stopped. And, I, man, there were so many times I cocked that door back, and I let it go <laughs> softly. Because <laughs> I knew. I knew. But, yeah, no, kid with that, when she slammed that door on her, without the, there'd be no doors in this fucking house. Yeah. Not one door. Not even a front door. but um yeah that was hilarious i do think it has its little moments like and and a lot of them are things that could have been done better like a a lot of them are missed shots but it i and that's why i think the movie is okay like i there was enough in this that i really did enjoy like the they're sprinkled throughout there i think the door was funny I, i i think some of the it's not revolutionary, like which stuff that they're talking about or anything, but I do think some of the mythology was cool. You know, like it, it's got its, its little things that work. Yeah. 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 It, it does, man. It does. I like it more on the rewatch, not because there was a ton extra to notice, but just because I really did think that this was going to be like some revolutionary shit going into it last year. People were talking the fuck out of this movie like i and i still don't get that i also don't get the on the other side the absolute you know like pendulum swing of this where people are really mad at it now i think it's fine it it was trying to do something it it didn't hit but there were there were cool ideas in here it has good moments it's got some good characters Uh, it just all the pieces don't fit yeah and uh it i guess we we do have to talk about it. it was kind of a big deal the ending uh i can you know what i'll round out my point about the mother and tie it into the ending because my thoughts 
kind of intertwined with him. Uh, the mother finally goes into the basement. Don't know what it took her that long to check the basement, but <clears throat> she goes into that little chest thing. There's a really weird hole. <laughs> I love her reaction to the hole. She opens the chest, and you can tell she's got the best what the fuck face. And then, yeah. like, so you're expecting something, you know, like really crazy. And then the camera, like, really slowly turns down. And then you're also like, what the fuck? Yeah, it was perfect. It was perfect. <laughs> And she goes into it, which, I mean, fuck that ever going into something like that. But uh, I feel like the end fell flat. She found Amber down there. Uh, She can't move somehow. Well, oh, no, she cut her body. Whatever the hell happened. And she can't move. And then the mother runs into the daughter. And this pissed me off because, you know, they explain how the mother dies. The, the, the daughter kills the mother and then the daughter has the child. That's how their whatever they got going on works. And the mother put up no fight at all, man. And she, you could tell she's been through hell. Drives a fucking hell of a Mustang. But she's been through hell, man. You could just see it on her face. The shit she's got to go through. Trying to protect her daughter with, with all this stuff going on. and you know, make sure her life, raise her to be good in, in these circumstances. And she put up no fight at all. None. No, That's very unbelievable. I, so I don't know what, maybe, maybe it is. I, <laughs> maybe it is. And that's why it should have been explored more. For me, I think it was just one of those, she had so many ideas about how she was going to raise her kid better than she was raised and i think one of the parts of that that they had kind of been trying to set up was her not fighting her daughter the way that her mother fought her just because there is that scene when they're discussing what happens to hellbenders where she's like you know um where where her dot where izzy asks her how long are you going to live and she's like you know you tell me I think it's one of those things where it's just like she's been training for so long to accept that the end is coming, you know, that yeah. that when it reaches, but she was prepared for it in like a, I, I think she thought Izzy was also going to see it that way uh, as like a carrying on of tradition and passing the torches and not being evil. Uh, and then when it's like when she's blindsided with that, not going down this way even though she's been preparing for that to happen i you know i think she's just kind of in shock but i but yeah like we should we should know better if that's true because it even if i'm right it was not set up nearly as well as it could have been i just read it as like a sense of resignation yeah like I mean, think about it this way, Mikey. We talk about how big a pain in the ass it is to have normal teenagers around. Now, imagine you got one with superpowers who's evil. Slamming all the doors. That's just got to be a fucking nightmare, man. I think I'd rather be dead. Slamming <laughs> all the doors. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I, I nice, and I, you know, obviously that's what you go with. Uh, what you were saying, Cat, like you know that that had to be what it was. But again, from what they showed us, that I had no reason to think that. I and have I will re- say. That I that impression was like what I got watching the second time. I don't know if I had that when I watched it the first time. It might be because I knew how the movie was going to end. Maybe uh, that like I picked up on that this time around. But and, and but also based on the lore of what we know about Hellbenders, is there even anything she can do? 
no, it's inevitable. Like, right. I'm, I mean, her daughter yeah. is going to kill her at some point. So, like, there, there's nothing. Not if she like, kills her daughter, maybe. Which, right, but can she even do that based on the yeah, lore of what I we don't know? know? Yeah. Is that even? And that, is that might even make possible? her like the end of the line, also. Right. And does she want to kill her daughter? That's that's fair. But show that. All I've seen yeah. from this character is she's a badass and she's going to do what the fuck shit is she has to do. And she knows about all this shit and the kid is just learning. That store, that right there, that's all we've seen. I have no reason to think that she wouldn't handle business. You, but if that store, you know, their bond, I got it. You know, it makes it could make sense if they did it right. Could have been it done better. Could make sense. <laughs> right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But what they gave us, it doesn't. No, could have been done better. Especially because she does go uh, like this wasn't something that had irritated me either time. But to your point, she does go down there like I'm going to save you from yourself. And then yeah. Izzy's like, "Uh, let me see your hellbender face. Not good enough. I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> or, no or I'm gonna keep all. you down here or whatever." And she's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, like, damn man, could have been done. And then it just cuts. Done. Finished. I said, you motherfuckers, you. Really? Mama didn't go deserve to go out like that, man. Did not. Did not. All right. Um uh, my last uh note about this. Okay. Uh and this is this is such a cheesy thing, uh, but I'm a big sucker for it in movies. I really like when there's like a creepy little rhyme <laughs> in a horror movie. Uh and I like that this one, uh, this had that. And I think it was really well done. You know, even though it is kind of a trope, I, I liked the uh, the poem that Izzy writes, the ominous fucking I'm going to kill you poem that happens. <laughs> I guess it's a lyric and not a poem, but we don't get to hear the song. We just get no. to hear the... We don't get to hear the 25 <laughs> guitars playing. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, so... That's Hellbender, man. Um, do we have reviews? Do we have all that Yeah, stuff? I've got some reviews. Um, nice. So this has... I, I'm actually going to start with the IMDb rating this time around. Usually I, I start with Rotten Tomatoes, but I, the IMDb rating for this is a... It is 5.8 out of 10 uh, for IMDb. And I think that nothing signifies the drop in the cultural like dismissing of hellbender in the last and that's the crazy part is it's not been that long it's been like seven months i think uh it's fallen a long way since then the tomato meter for hellbender is at a 97 percent and the audience score is at (laughs) 55 (laughs) what yeah, people were all over this fucking movie. And it, uh, I felt a little bit like I was going crazy today reading through reviews. And the 10-star reviews are there, but I had to go like way, way, way far back because a lot of the more recent ones, people just were tearing into it. Damn. Okay. Um, but it, in uh, <laughs> true fashion, I did not choose like the, the best and worst. I chose the ones that were funniest to me while I was picking reviews. So <laughs> uh, here we go. Uh, Hellbender, uh, 8 out of 10. Best horror film I've seen in years, dot, dot, dot. Let's the face fuck? it. <laughs> most horror films have a similar plot, parentheses, haunted house or deranged serial killer, etc. 
and are usually a little ridiculous. This one was fairly original and a little creepy. I'd recommend this to anyone who likes the horror genre. Yeah, because no one's ever made a witch movie before. No one's ever made a witch movie before, Never, Rob. never happened. <laughs> Just haunted candy, houses, though. deranged serial killers, etc. Yep, that's it. That's it. That's all we ever get. <laughs> no, that person gets a candy bar for not understanding what the fuck I'm worried about. <laughs> uh, this one might also get a candy bar, but on the other side of the spectrum. Um, here we have a one out of ten, another dot, dot, dot. And then the review also begins dot 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 women empowerment movie of the week (laughs) one word can be used to describe this uh mediocre effort meh what we see here is a powerful duo mother and daughter who controls forces beyond normal as they are witches wow exclamation point be fearful because nothing can stop them except for the pretty bad and annoying band they belong to the silliness of the plot and somewhat amateurish production and acting uh, and the obvious conclusion, if you are an airheaded female teen, you may enjoy it. If you are a fan of the Twilight silliness, this is a movie for you. Um, wow. Wow. The, the allusion to Twilight, really, <laughs> just... The misogyny just jumps right off the page for you, too. Yeah, they just start uh, at, like, an 11 with the misogyny. Yeah. Uh, and then they seal it with a Twilight reference. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. all women love dumb things, like Hellbender and Twilight, the two most yeah. similar movies. <laughs> I didn't get that at all watching this. Like, not even a little bit. Where the fuck? We've been talking about it for how long? And never got, like, I know. the fuck? That's someone going into something looking for something. That's what that is. He had his mind yeah. made up before he even watched it. When he seen the trailer or the poster or whatever, he had his mind made up. And that was it. They could have both died in the beginning and two men could have took over. He would have had the same exact decision. Same thing. <laughs> Fucking idiot. Okay. Candy bar, Rob? Come on. He deserves it. Unmute. Yeah. Uh, candy bar for that guy. Certainly. All right. Nice. All right. This one, uh, <laughs> this one, I just, we have to read the title and then we can move on. Uh, three out of ten. This is the real Adams family, LOL. Wow. Uh, it does not address that. And the, the review is long and that point is never defended. So, <laughs> all right. We never know. Uh, <laughs> I don't know right. what they meant by that. I don't know if that was like a burn or <laughs> what was going on there. Um, well, it says at the beginning of the movie, it says an Adams family production or something. I guess. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what the, the fuck that meant family. either, but. <laughs> All right. Uh, this one, I think, Rob, we, we might have a triple candy bar situation coming up here soon. Uh, Hellbender, 8 out of 10, extremely underrated film, not a big budget blockbuster, and I'm glad it's not. Loved it. Uh, lots of exclamation points. First off. This is the film the witch was trying to make and failed miserable. <laughs> what? <laughs> Damn. Uh, loved the cinematography, the story, the cast, and especially the ending. For a non-Hollywood mainstream film, the effects were excellent and done in just the right amount. Had a little gore to give it that horror touch that's a solid eight all day long. We are big horror fans and love them all when done right. Trust us. True horror fans will enjoy this. Not an action-packed film, but just stay with it. Trust us. <laughs> You'll be glad you did. Loved this film. Hope they make a sequel. It deserves one. 
All right. Well, first of all, this is how you know a movie's not good. When somebody says, trust me, stay with it, trust me. Yeah. That's usually a sign the film is not any good. Secondly, The Witch. They're comparing this movie to The Witch? Yeah. That is absolutely fucking insane. <laughs> Triple candy bars all around. I don't think we've ever had one of those before. Triple candy bars? Mm -hmm. Wow, that one got a candy bar too? Yeah. Wow, okay, okay. <laughs> For, for the witch or for the trust us? For the witch, the trust us, and thinking this movie deserves an eight. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. And a sequel. And a sequel. Uh, one more. I, I don't know if we'll get to the quadruple candy bar today, but I did go for it uh, when pulling reviews. Are you ready for this? Yeah. 10 out of 10, finally. Uh, all capital letters in quotation marks, followed by a lot of periods. Finally, something that I can really get comfortable with, and this movie definitely disappoint, definitely didn't disappoint me at all. This witch, all capital letters, movie was even better than Nicolas Cage old flick season of the witch. Oh boy, <laughs> so good! It's better than that one, huh? So good. Uh, wow. I also really like the phrasing of the Nicolas Cage old flick season of the witch. That's the standard that all movies have to meet. They have to be better than that. Does that get a candy bar? No. <laughs> no, because it made me laugh. God damn. You like these reviews a little too much, man. You have a lot uh. of fun with them sometimes. I mean, come on. Nicholas Cage's Season of the Witch. That's the bar. That's the bar you have to get over. Holy shit. Uh, it's it's weird how much Nicholas Cage has been coming up lately, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's very strange. We, I feel like we control the universe. We just don't you know how to do it. You should live with me in Cat's world. I, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of Nicholas Cage. Uh, wow. You're still not okay. allowed on the show, but we do invite you to watch the Nicolas Cage films if you would like. You missed Rumblefish, Mikey. Oh, I, yeah, boy, you missed it, Mikey. <laughs> no, I will not watch the films along with you guys. I do listen, though. So, I, you know, I do I pull some kind of weight. Why am I I'm still not allowed on that show? No, Lifetime Band. Really? You know what you did? Come on, man. I didn't do nothing. You know what you did? You guys were saying that the Nicolas Cage movies weren't that great either. I like right now we're not in a good we're not in a good spot. <laughs> put it that way. That's all I was uh, saying. I got some hope for the next one, but boy, I've had some hope for a couple, and it hasn't panned out right now. We're still early. Maybe you guys can take a break every couple movies and just have like a Nick Cage discussion. Mm. If you need got a, a lot of movies, we got to get through, man. Dude's been done like a hundred movies. Yeah, yeah, but it, but if the early ones are that rough, you might need a reprieve. <laughs> and he's still making them too. I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Although Cat did have a, some ideas for some shows she wanted to do that were different. Yeah, yeah. So we, we'll we'll do, get into some of those maybe. Like having me on as a guest. No, that wasn't one of them. No one brought up. Uh -uh. I don't At think all. I brought that up. I don't think I no. remembered to do that. Can you remember next week? Here we are again. I'll like this hard life. <laughs> Rob, you kept forgetting to bring it up to the secret panels and panel of judges. Mm -hmm. Kat, you can't let it drag on like that. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm better forgetting. about bringing stuff up, but I, lifetime ban is less ambiguous. So that's fair, but bring it up. See what happens. All right. At the next meeting. All right. Let me know. Rob, do you have. Um... Not much. Uh, okay. There wasn't much on this movie, but uh, I, I couldn't find a budget anywhere. 
Um, but I did find its worldwide gross of $67,474. Damn. Whoa. I'm guessing they made money. Um, the idea of the film came from Toby Poser learning that she was a donor, that she was donor conceived, and she imagined what if her biological father was actually the devil? We all wonder that sometimes. That's a vibe, yeah. 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 <laughs> and um, the mother and daughter in the movie are mother and daughter in real life. Oh, wow. Yes. That explains why they look so much alike. It does, yeah. Clears up some of that. Yeah. Um, that's all that I had, though. There, there wasn't a whole lot for this movie. Okay. All right, Portnoy time. <clears throat> so everybody knows, listening to, uh, there have been talks about maybe revising the Portnoy system, so, tweaking, not revising, tweaking, would be a good thing. So if anybody has any ideas, let us know. Um, think about making it a little more official around here. Doing anybody a scorecard type. <laughs> Uh, all right. Anybody want to go first? I can if you guys want. Sure. All right. Uh, I, 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 I pretty much said everything I need to say about it, man. Uh, this movie was mid, and it it could have been so much better. That's the problem. It could. It could. I I feel like I'm having kind of. I feel like it might actually lose some points because it could have been so good. <laughs> That's the problem here. What and and that does affect my Portnoy score. If I'm sitting there saying, "Damn, man, this could have been really fucking good." And you couldn't see that? There's a problem. You're getting paid all the money to make it. I'm just watching the fucking thing. So, yeah, you definitely lose points for that. Uh and maybe that's not entirely fair, but it is what it is. They did a lot good, uh, very well. They missed on a lot of spots. Uh, and that's that. And I'll be honest: the the fact that it wasn't a little more horror, I, I it got there at the end. But you know, throughout, like there there could have been a couple of things, like attacking that dude in the woods for the mother, like I mentioned earlier, would have went a long way. And instead, they went Marvel Captain America superhero in a couple spots. Very strange. I deducted a couple, a little bit for that. And um, but. I'm not going to kill it, man, because it, it did a lot good, and I'm going to go with a 4.7. I think that's fair. And again, it could have been higher if they didn't do so good at certain things to where I wanted more <laughs> of it, if that makes sense. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah, but 4.7. Who's next? Uh, I'll go next. Uh, this thing is not going to be slasher radio approved. I have the highest score by a long shot, uh, and I'm not getting that. up. <laughs> I have the longest score by a long shot. <laughs> I'm just going to double down, uh, and it's I, I'm not uh, getting to a. There's no way I could get this to a seven point five. I don't think even for me. Uh, I do, however, I, I have it significantly higher than you. I do have it at a six point six. This is an above average movie for me. Um, it actually just like if we're counting up like points that it's earned, the performances earned a lot of points. Uh, the concept I felt was really uh, maybe not like the the main overarching concept but like the details the lore i felt was really original 
uh, I, I liked the, even though the scenes were weird, I did kind of like the music. I, I liked the lyrics. Uh, we, I got my little rhyme in there. This could have been like, it, it could have earned a lot of points, but it does lose some back by not executing them better. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It, which it's, that's a tough, that's it a hurts tough it thing. twice. Yeah. Yeah. So it, the, the potential kind of kills it, but I'm uh, that's a 6.6. Okay, all right, all right, that's fair. Uh-huh. That's so, Cat apparently knows she got the highest score already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, feel confident. Safe bet. I like the uh, I like the performances a lot in this movie. I thought everybody did a good job. Mike, you, you mentioned the mother and, and pointed out uh, her, her performance, and I, I thought she was terrific. I thought Izzy was really good too, the actress who played her. Yeah. was fantastic the the supporting characters there were two that we talked about the the girl who wanted to eat the worm and the cop that i that i really enjoyed as well um and i did think visually it looked pretty good it was shot in a an interesting location you know just kind of in the mountains and it was secluded it's very easy to make that look good which is fine i mean it's not a shot at the movie they didn't have a lot of money so uh but they but they pulled that off pretty well too but overall this movie it it wants to be something that it just does not have the capability of being. Um, it, yeah. it feels paper thin to me. I don't find the story particularly interesting. Um, Kat said she liked the lore. I thought the lore was a bit confusing. Um, you know, it's just, I, 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 there's just not a whole lot here, to be honest with you. For me, um, I was bored in an 86 minute movie, whatever the runtime was. It, I, I, this thing gets a 2.3. I can't believe God you guys damn. So high. Wow. Wow. Holy shit. 2.3. Damn, man. Mm. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah that's okay. Just, it just kept dropping the longer the movie went on. So I, when, we were discussing Pride movies, uh, and I had tossed all those out there, and the one that we kind of seemed to be leaning toward was Hellbender. At first, I was disappointed. I do feel a little bit vindicated right now, because I don't feel personally attacked by the low scores for Hellbender, where I might have if this were Raw. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I've never seen Raw. Um, I liked Titane or Titane, or however the fuck you pronounce it. Oh yeah, um, I had forgotten we had talked about Titan. Um, that's the same director, I believe. Um, so I would not have been opposed to Raw. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I I was disappointed we weren't doing the Gay Bed and Breakfast of Terror. So I don't even know. I thought I didn't. Which, even honestly, know that was I need real. to find. A Did I send you the poster? That. You send me a lot of things. It's on Tubi. I think. <laughs> that. You send me a lot of things. Um, all right. That's, I mean, look, like, and, and that's part of the thing because maybe you feel that way, cat, partially because, you know, like the, well, except for Rob, but like my knock on it was, you know, it, it, it would have been higher, like I said before, if yeah. it wasn't as good as it was, if that makes sense. Like they're more losing points because they didn't do shit good enough. The score is a little untelling of what the movie actually was. But then we gotta go by what they gave us, man. That's what it is. We do. do. Um, I asked a friend, I (laughs) like right before we recorded, uh, if she had seen Hellbender and if she had anything that she wanted to say. 
she's about to be really mad at me because she just got back uh as we're as we're wrapping up here she is obsessed with this movie apparently uh, <laughs> oh boy and it's like i hope you defended it and it's like oh boy kind of <laughs> yeah but but you did there, I should well, have had her on the show i'd like to pick the brain of somebody who's obsessed with this thing <laughs> yeah like it, it there really wasn't much to defend man like you know it wasn't well rob was a little bit of a butthole to it like i said but <laughs> It, it's not like we tore it apart really like it we we were i, I feel we were very fair i was gonna say i feel like we were fair to hellbender yeah. uh, and i think that this this is one of those movies that i think gets really polarized uh and, and i think having some middle of the road reactions to hellbender is probably um, as accurate as as you can be you know yeah 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 i mean it, I, I feel we were fair yeah. Feel we're fair. Um, I feel well, like I was especially fair. I feel like you were a butthole. I always feel that way, though, so it doesn't really mean anything. Um, follow the show, guys, at slash radio on Twitter. Uh, next week is Patreon week. Uh, so, so, guys, okay. I'm looking forward to Patreon week. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how the power rankings shuffle up the suggestions. That does happen sometimes. We did mm-hmm. just before we recorded this, we recorded the Patreon power rankings where Rob <laughs> ranks the patrons. Uh, uh, it, they were crazy. There was a lot of shuffle up. And yeah, there is sometimes blowover that me and Kat have to deal with because of you. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see if Rob is punished or if you and I are punished to further like encourage yeah. Rob. <laughs> yeah, like sometimes it's just a, a nuclear bomb and everyone's getting hit. Other times there's a hitman put uh, out there and, you know, with a sniper rifle on a roof and there's a specific target. Well, we don't know. Everybody's got to remember that you guys, you do encourage me. I wouldn't act the way I do if you didn't encourage it. Um, encourage it? Do we I encourage you, it? I tell you to stop doing dances every fucking week and you continue. I couldn't <laughs> be more clear. What am I encouraging? No more dances till next week. Son of a bitch. Uh... Yeah, so we got Patreon next week. If you want to get in on that, you can put up a movie for nomination. Then there's a voting process. We have nothing to do with it. Zero say. You guys have to say. Patreon.com forward slash slash radio. Uh, I, I feel like, oh, the, the trivia, not trivia, the draft thing. Are we still doing that? Because I really like that idea. I don't know. We fun. never figured out how to make it work. Yeah, we well, we have to come up with a list. That's Discussions it. are ongoing. All right, that would be fun. Cat's in charge of the math. Nope. <laughs> There's no math. It's not going to be that hard, Cat. You just have to go through every character ever nope. to be in a horror movie and assign a value. Uh, I, I promise not to hate it if I don't have to do any math. I don't have to figure out how it works. Uh, no statistics, no logistics. That's it. Uh, <laughs> so that might be coming up. And 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 we we need a banger. That's what we need. That we yeah. we honestly need a banger. I'm hoping the Patriot like we either get a banger the following week or we get one next week. We don't know. We need a true like we've been guys the last few weeks. It's been rough. Yeah, we did Velocipastor at Pupil, Hellbender for better and worse. Hellbender, you know. I think, was an interesting discussion. But yeah, we've we've yes. had maybe not the best run of movies lately. Yeah, we need overall. a banger in there. So hopefully we can get one. Uh, but yeah, again, patreon.com forward slash slash radio tiers starting as low as $3 a month. And I'm at Mikey's dad. Rob, where they find you? 
I'm on Twitter at Radio Rob123, and you can also listen to the Nick F. and Woo Cage cast with me and Kat as we go through Nick Cage's filmography. And um, we just released an episode on Racing with the Moon, and we've got the Cotton Club coming up. Mm-hmm. You listen to me. You're Nick Welcome to the Nick fucking Woo Cage Cast and Cat. Woo! There you go. I know you picked the name because you really wanted to lay in that whole fucking thing. Yeah. Um, the problem is going to be, I am rarely, if ever, going to have the energy to do that by the time we record these episodes. However, <laughs> you are welcome to do it anytime you'd like. All right. Uh, yeah. I my plan was to do it every week, and then I heard our intro music and decided I might not need to do it every week. But because it is our inaugural show, I feel like maybe I should go for it. Welcome, everyone, to the Nick fucking Woo! Cagecast! That intro never gets old, too, by the way. Cat, <laughs> uh, what, about, what about you? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can check out my website, catvelour.com, where my book... Uh, Revenge Arc is available for pre-order coming out August 1st there you buy go. it <laughs> buy it that's coming up man it really is creeping it's, yeah it's like right around the corner are you scared cat? I'm scared <laughs> are you, well not scared I guess nervous I, I am really nervous um, yeah. I still, I, first of all I feel like there's still kind of a lot of work to do uh, but also yeah there's like it's going to be out soon people will be able to read it mm-hmm well, yep. I'll be sure to give you a full review. Thanks. <laughs> oh my God, could you imagine? <laughs> yeah. Uh, come check us out next week, guys. Patreon week, like I said, go get involved. Patreon.com forward slash slasher radio. Good night. Slasher radio. All the best of slasher radio podcast.